The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further, allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26th at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Welcome to Intuitive Connections, where spirituality and psychology meet to help you be your best and brightest self. I'm your host, Victoria Shaw, and in each episode, I'll help you to awaken your own inner wisdom, step into your power, and live a more divinely inspired life. You're here to let your inner light shine. Are you ready? Let's do this. So hello and welcome to Intuitive Connection. I'm your host, Intuitive Counselor, Victoria Shaw. And today I was just thinking about some stuff that I thought might be fun to share with all of you. So some of you who've been following the show for a while may or may not know about my sometimes issue with uh, making decisions and making choices and trying to figure out, you know, what is the right thing to do. And for me, it's been around using pendulums and muscle testing and sometimes making myself just a wee bit insane right, about trying to like make these silly mundane decisions. They're usually not big decisions. For me, the big decisions, usually I just know, but the little ones are the ones that really trip me up. But anyway, the guys have been trying to show me for a really long time. And, you know, sometimes it takes us a while to like really, you know, get it in. They've been trying to show me, I know, for a really long time, this idea, first of all, that the decisions often hinge on, well, what do you want? And, you know, we're always looking for some objective, like what's the right thing to do, right? What should we do? And, you know, it's my understanding that in the true spiritual sense and your spirit having a human experience. So from the highest perspective, there aren't any shoulds. There aren't any musts. There isn't any right or wrong. Those are very human ideas and they're very uh, human constructs. But most of us, that's how we understand things and our choices, right? What's the right choice? And then we also have this idea that there's this objective reality, right, that we're always trying to like hit. Am I getting it right or am I getting it wrong? But, you know, but what both of these perspectives leave out of the equation is that you're creating that reality all the time and that what's right or wrong, quote unquote, for you is relative to what you want, what your intentions are, right? And also like where you want to flow your energy and then also what is the easiest way and as Abraham Hicks might say, the least resisted way (laughs) of getting that job done. And so oftentimes we ask our intuition or our pendulum or our intuitive guide, like someone like me, right, to give us a definitive yes or no answer, like what is the right thing? Not recognizing that there never, ever is just one right way to go. Right. And of course, certain choices can have more resonance than others. And we've all had experiences where we did something, you know, where our gut was sort of saying, eh, this is not a good idea. And we did it anyway. And we didn't so much love, you know, where it took us. Right. It, it maybe added some more depth to our adventure. And I'm saying that in a really nice way, but, you know, it didn't feel so pleasing to us. Right. But the guides are telling me to say, and the reason that they gave that particular wording is even those aren't wrong choices. They're not wrong choices. Every choice that you make is a thousand percent right because you made it. 
And in every moment, you have an opportunity to take whatever choices you made and run with them and run with them. But often the human mind wants to, you know, if we make a choice and then we don't like where we find ourselves, rather than just readjusting, we go into this whole little head game about we messed this up and we didn't listen to our intuition and we didn't do this, we didn't do that. And and how do we prevent ourselves from ever making a wrong choice again? Not recognizing that, you know, life is actually about getting feedback by making choices and then seeing what we want next. That's it. You make a choice based on what you think you want now, and then you figure out what you want next. That's the whole name of the game. And moreover, when you let go of this idea that there's an objective right or wrong, it frees you up to always remember that you can flow beautifully and effortlessly exactly from where you are, right? And that's what you want to do because the only moment that really counts is now. So what you're going to do in the now, right? But for some of your brains might be a little scrambled right now. So I'm going to give you a little time to process Then I'm going to tune into the guides and see what else they have in store to help us with this idea. And what they're saying is, and they're talking about me in the third person again, what they're saying is, Victoria, when you make a choice, right? Sometimes, and I want to get this right from the guides, so hold on. Sometimes there is an obvious and easy path for you to follow. And other times the path seems less clear. Okay. And this often has more to do with the combination of your intentions, as well as any belief structures that are limiting your ability to see, experience and receive the full potential, the full playing field, the full range of choices and experiences that are available to you. Ooh. I love that. And I'm going to let my brain feel into that a little bit more. So I think that what they're saying is that, you know, every choice that we make is always relative to, first of all, our desire, like what what we think we want. But it's also relative to all of the belief systems that we have about what's possible and what's not, and our understanding of how we might be able to get from point A to point B. Because really, friends, the only thing that's stopping you from having whatever you want is your belief of whether or not you can have it, right? It's true. And, you know, we set up so many conditions in this world, again, based on this idea that some things are right and some things are wrong and some things are possible and some things are not. And it's the name of the game in life. And, you know, it keeps us rooted in this human reality, but it's it's completely irrelevant in terms of what you can create from a soul level. It's just irrelevant. But they say relevance is really the wrong word. What they mean is on the soul level, you just create things instantaneously. But in the human level, you're working with these belief systems and you're working with your intentions and you're figuring out as you go along, again, as Abraham Hicks would say, what is the path of least resistance, right? What is the easiest point between A and B? And that's what our intuition often gives us, by the way. Our intuition often gives us the next best step. It gives us the next best step based on where we're heading, the direction that we are setting by virtue of our intention, what we desire, what we want, what sounds like a good idea. And then also just the landscape of the world that we have created for ourselves based on on the belief systems that we have about how that world is supposed to work. And so it becomes less about having a right or a wrong path as what is the next best step? 
for me to realize this dream, this goal, this thing that, you know, I want to do. Or if it's the case like me and I'm thinking, does it serve my greatest good to hike at the beach today or up in the trails? You know, usually the answer to that question is, well, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? But sometimes there's another answer too, because sometimes we don't really know what we want to do. Sometimes it is sort of tuning in deeply and listening to what would feel best for me right now. And so that's the other point um, that I think the guides are trying to make, that a lot of times we make these decisions and we're asking the outside world to tell us what we want, and it will. It will, because sometimes we'll, you know, we'll be like, wow, you know, I think I'm really craving fish right now. And then, you know, we get the plate and it's put down in front of us and you're like, no, I didn't feel like fish at all, right? And it's not that you were wrong. It's just that sometimes, because again, so much of our beliefs about what we want have been fed to us by what other people think we should want, what we've learned we should want. So that's another way that gets in the way of our making choices and really tapping into what we really want. But the other thing is, is sometimes you don't know whether or not you want the fish until the fish is in front of you. Because, you know, it sounds like a good idea, but then when you actually see it and taste it and experience, you realize, no, I really didn't feel like fish at all. And again, that's not really a mistake so much in the sense of you did something wrong or you made a wrong choice. It's just an experience. And yes, my friends, our intuition can help us more and more and more be immediately satisfied by all of our choices and the direction in which we go, because that's what your GPS system is meant to do. It's meant to guide you. But it's not a replacement for living your life and experiencing your life. And every choice that you make is golden because it's giving you more information about who you are, what you want, where you want to go, what you don't want. And all those things are part and parcel of how you create and experience your life. That is why you're here. So oftentimes too, we will ask our intuition to, you know, save us from experiencing our lives. And and it won't do that for you. It is here to guide you, right? Just as the GPS system in a car is here to guide you, it's not here to tell you where you want to go. It also doesn't tell you what's the right or the wrong way to go there. It will just keep giving you the best approach based on what you're asking it to do. And that's pretty much how your intuition works too. Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further, allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26th at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. So when I ask that pendulum, you know, what I want, what's the next best thing? And there's nothing wrong with that. Or when someone comes to a session for me and says, you know, should I take this job or that one? There's always a couple things to keep in mind. First of all, sometimes the guides, when someone comes to me and asks this question, it happened to me very recently. (laughs) In this particular case, someone asked me, should I do this job or that job? And the guides didn't want to talk about the jobs at all. They wanted to talk about the fact that if this person was not able to revise their beliefs about themselves, the work, and money, it wouldn't matter which job they took, 
right? Both jobs were the same and they weren't going to find uh, what they were looking for in either job because the problem wasn't in the job that they chose. There's no problem at all, but the area that would bring them the most joy was to be shift their ideas around money in this particular case to actually start to tune into what would they actually like to do? Because oftentimes too, we don't ask that really powerful question, well, what would I like to do? We ask, what am I supposed to do? What's the right answer? Like, what's going to get me what I think I should want? And that's not going to bring you joy. That's not going to bring you joy. And again, your intuition may or may not answer parts of that question. Because if you say, you know, I want to get to San Diego from, I don't know, Las Vegas, uh, you know, your intuition will tell you how to do it in the little bits and pieces and the little steps, just like your GPS will. But it's not going to tell you if you want to go there, right, or where you should go. You know, it can let you know relative to an intention what to do. But the bigger thing, I think, for using our inner wisdom is to start to ask more and more deeply, what will help me align with my joy? What will help me align with my soul, right? And what's the next best step for doing that? And sometimes that's just answering a different question than we we thought we were asking. So there's an old expression, uh, if you got lemons, make lemonade. And, you know, the guides are pointing that one out to me because that's another real facet of decision making. You know, so often we make a decision intuitively or not, but usually not. And we think like, oh, I made that decision, you know, I'm doomed. But every choice, every moment offers a fresh choice. Every moment of life, every now offers a fresh choice. And it's the decision of, okay, I made a decision. Now I'm going to make it right. You know, I'm going to make it the right decision. We always have that choice because when life gives you lemons, or you manifest lemons because you chose lemons, you can decide if you want to bemoan the fact that they taste so sour. And I happen to love lemons and we'll do lots of fun things with lemons. And I'm not a fan of lemonade, but that is okay. You can choose to use that lemon however you like, right? You can choose to say, ooh, gross, sour fruit. Or you can choose to say, yum, I'm going to mix that with some tahini and make a wonderful sauce, which is what I had for dinner. And that's really how life flows, how life is. Every choice that we make, we then have the ability to decide, what's the next choice I'm going to make now? And we can always keep steering that ship from wherever we are towards higher and greater alignment. And when we feel like there's an external reality that has to be right or wrong, and oftentimes by extension, we think, oh my gosh, we have to be right or wrong. If we make the wrong decision, we are bad. And if we make the right decision, we are good. And I'm going to give myself a big old hug and a kiss because, ouch, that is not a fun way to be. But when we look at this idea that you know there are these external right or wrong, we miss the boat entirely because you are creating that in every moment of your existence. In every moment of your life, you are determining, deciding which way you want to steer your boat, steer your ship, which way you want to face. And you can decide to look at it as bad or good. That is a choice up to you. And when you find the lemonade in the lemons, then you are making every decision that you make beneficial to you. And that is so very important. Now, sometimes we have a a decision that we make that's beneficial to us because we do something and it doesn't go the way that we think it should, right? And we have like 
an uncomfortable reaction and we make it beneficial because we recognize, wow, I really learned that I don't really like fish at this restaurant at all, right? And I'm probably not going to have it again. Or, you know, maybe next time, you know, I'll understand, oh, that was just my mind telling me I should have fish, you know, because fish is supposed to be healthy and, ew, I don't like it at all or whatever. And sometimes we don't have to figure it out because life will keep showing us and keep refining for us all the feedback that we get. Don't worry. You are giving all sorts of feedback to the generative force of your life about what you like, what you don't like, and all sorts of different circumstances. And it's actually not even your job to figure it out. Life is going to figure it out with you. Isn't that cool? I love that. But it's our orientation and what we do with each choice that's so much more important than trying to make that choice that's right or wrong. Right. And again, there are more aligned choices. There are choices that bring us to least resistance. And that's why your intuition is really, 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 really helpful because it'll often guide you more effortlessly in the area that will bring you the deepest satisfaction. And your mind doesn't know how to do that. Your mind only knows how to work with what you've been taught you should like or you will like. And then your mind also knows how to try to avoid pain, but it usually doesn't work, right? (laughs) Your mind will say, well, remember the last time you did this, that happened. So try doing that. And, you know, to a point that can be helpful, but to a very limited degree, right? And most of the time, let's be honest, our minds spend a lot of time just beating us up and telling us that we're doing it all wrong anyway, even when we're doing just fine. And so our intuition is the fastest way for us to tune into what will really bring us joy, what we really do like, what we really are excited about. And so when we learn to listen and tap into that flow, that is a magical and amazing thing. But we're not going to be in that flow 24-7. Even yours truly, who people come to for intuitive device on the regular, right? On a very regular basis. Like I'm not in the flow 24-7. I'm a human being and it's okay. It's actually quite fine. It's actually quite delightful because that's who I came here to be. And my beautiful friends, that's who you came here to be too. So I love the humanness and I also love the intuition. And I know that when I listen to the guidance, unfettered, unbridled, and just flow with it, I have to say magic and amazing things happen. But when I'm holding on for dear life saying, oh my gosh, what do I do? What do I do? What's in the best good? I don't want to make a mistake. Ah. I tend to, you know, impede the flow, impede the flow of all the goodness that wants to flow through me and to me. And so you might be doing that too. And I also, the guides say, miss the point that again, there's no bad choices. There's no bad choices. And again, as we live in alignment, things get easier and more just naturally guided towards what we love, but there's no bad choices. And again, sometimes what the guides they say have been trying to get me to recognize with that little pendulum is sometimes what I want to do is the best choice. So I want to pause there because when we have learned to listen to those deeper longings and what we really feel like in our joy, which is what we're here to do, we're actually here to learn to align with what we desire, what we want, what makes us happy in the deepest sense. Now, there are superficial level desires and things that you have learned will make you happy. And if you cling on to those things to be happy, it won't go very well. And even those authentic desires that we have, if we cling on to, you know, the external world, it's going to eventually disappoint us because we are ever expanding beings and what we desire in one moment, you know, is going to change. And that's okay. It's supposed to. It's supposed to. And there is a little bit of that waveform where we feel satisfied and then a little less satisfied and satisfied and a little less satisfied. That's what keeps us on our toes. But 
a lot of life is aligning to the excitement, the joy, the curiosity, right? That is what brought you to be this powerful creator. It brought you into this human body and it is driving every moment of your life. And when you tune into it and you work with that energy more directly, you start to experience things in a more joyous and amazing and soulful way. Got it? It's not about knowing what's right or wrong. Again, it's just learning to listen to yourself, to your inner being, to the great force of life, to who and what you really are, to your soul, to a deeper degree, so that you are living more in accordance with that. And the guides say, ultimately, that is what our intuition is for. Our intuition is not here necessarily to help us escape pain and suffering. It can sometimes help us avoid unnecessary unpleasantness. But it's not the point. It's not the point. And when we use it that way, again, we're using it through fear and we're likely to shut it down. Your intuition is also not here so that you can have everything that you want, though you can and your intuition will support you with that to the extent that you, you know, believe and listen and align. What your intuition is here to do is to help you keep that link to your soul's perspective of life. And because your soul exists in a constant state of joy and happiness and peace and allowing and abundance, right? When we tap into that, we do tend to experience more of those things in our lives. And that is a magical and amazing thing. But the important point is, is that your intuition is never going to tell you what you should do. Because there are no shoulds and there's no ultimate right or wrong. What you call right and wrong is how you perceive and flow with whatever's happening in the now. And when we release the need to have our well-being hinging upon what happens in that outside world, when we let go of the need to know what is right or wrong and base our self-worth and well-being on that and start to understand that in each moment we make a fresh choice of how we want to deal with what is And that what is, is magical and beautiful no matter what. That is when our life really and truly begins to flow with more ease, joy, and grace. All right. I think that's it for today. That's all I got. Thank you, as always, for being the eardrums that let me work this stuff out. This was a really interesting conversation, information from the guides and something I've wanted to play with for a while. So thank you guys all for tuning in. I know sometimes, you know, we get a little out there on these conversations. And so if you want follow-up, if you're looking not just to, you know, listen to the podcast, but also to have some conversation, some feedback, and some connection, you know, please join us over on the Intuitive Connection Premier Community, which is my new membership community. And we meet twice monthly. The calls are recorded. And um, that's a great place where we explore some of the themes that are covered in the podcast in a more direct and interactive way. And then also, because it's a small group setting, I'm also able to tune into your energy and answer your questions directly and also help you through readings for myself and the guides, mostly from the guides give you guidance, particularly on how these concepts apply to you. And so answer your questions. So another easy way of saying that is we give some 
group intuitive readings. So anyway, if that speaks to you, come join us. And you can also always um, send me your questions or post your questions over in the Facebook community, Intuitive Connection community over on Facebook, which is a completely free forum where I also occasionally do group readings. But post your questions because, you know, that's also a great opportunity for people to connect and reflect on some of the stuff that comes through in the show or anything else that, you know, you want to chat with or get feedback on around intuition and spirituality. So anyway, thank you so much for tuning in. I love each and every one of you, even though I haven't met all of you yet. (laughs) Thank you and have a wonderful day. Namaste. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that you found joy, strength, inspiration, and clarity from today's episode. If you'd like to learn more and connect with an amazing group of like-minded souls, please join us over on Facebook in the Intuitive Connection Community Facebook group, where we explore these topics in deeper detail, have additional live teachings, and host Facebook Lives with our amazing guests. I hope to see you there. And of course, if you want to learn more about me or the work that I do, please check out my webpage, victoriashawintuitive.com. Thank you so much again and namaste. I'm Suzanne Giesman, and if you've ever wondered about life after death or if it's possible to connect with a higher consciousness, I invite you to join me for my podcast, Messages of Hope. It's my mission to share with you that our loved ones who have passed are always with us and we are so very loved. I want to teach you how to live a consciously connected and divinely guided life. Listen here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.